this summer. Your local movie theater transforms into a tent revival for sharing Jesus. Join believers nationwide for the Million Souls campaign, inviting unsaved loved ones to experience The Firing Squad, a new evangelistic movie starring Kevin Sorbo and Cuba Gooding Jr. Witness the true story that made worldwide headlines, American prisoners discovering faith in Christ while awaiting execution for their crimes in a third world country, transforming their lives and the entire prison in the process. After the movie and before the credits roll, Kevin Sorbo will come on the screen to lead the entire theater in a prayer to commit one's life to Jesus Christ. Visit FiringSquadFilm.com and learn how to get free tickets and more for your unsaved loved ones and become part of this unique event. Bring friends, family, and your faith. Learn more at FiringSquadFilm.com. That's FiringSquadFilm.com. Let me tell you about sweat block. Uh, God, I tell you, this is this is the most amazing product I have. I think maybe I have ever found because it changes everything. You can use the deodorant stick for sweat block, and that's really really good. Um, but it's still putting on deodorant every day. They have these sweat wipes, and these are for people who have excessive. They say excessive sweating, but I have to tell you, I use it once a week. It is fantastic. You put it, you know, just wipe it on your uh, your underarms and literally no smell, no sweating, nothing for a week. It's crazy, crazy. Sweatblock.com. Go to sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Beck and you'll save 20% right now. Sweatblock.com. You can go to Amazon and just buy it on Amazon as well, but you'll get a 20% discount at sweatblock.com if you use the promo code Beck. Great program lined up for you with some good news next. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I've got some really good news for you. People are waking up all around the country in droves. They're just beginning to ask themselves, wait a minute, what is really going on here? I'm going to start um, with a uh, essay from Substack from Sasha Stone. She wrote, this is the moment I gave up on Joe Biden. This is a woman who actively uh, pushed for Joe Biden. Wait until you hear this letter. I'm going to share it in 60 seconds. Sherry wrote in about her experience with Relief Factory. She says, I have a pretty sweet husband. I used to suffer almost constantly from hip pain. And it was at the point I was having difficulty just getting around the house. And my husband decided to research pain relief online. He found Relief Factor. Within two weeks, I was getting around just fine. I had no pain at all. I couldn't believe it. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. 
Relief Factor uh, is is something that has changed so many people's lives in just in this audience, let alone everywhere else. Um, and it's changed my life. Relief Factor. Try the three-week quick start developed just for you at $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. So go to relieffactor.com. Get the three-week quick start. Relieffactor.com or 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. So let me, I just want to read this verbatim. This is fascinating. This is by Sasha Stone. It starts, the new Puritans then are best understood as a clergy for a godless age, presiding over a dreamscape of their own making, rewriting our language, our history, our traditions as they go along. Yet, for all of their clout, there are still some among us who steadfastly refuse to play, uh, praise the elegance of the emperor's new clothes who would rather point out and laugh at the naked man in our midst. Not for the first time in human history, our way out of this madness will depend upon the heretics. Andrew Doyle. She writes, The New Puritans. Joe Biden emerged from his speech this month on a continued battle for the soul of our nation, like a squalling infant birthed from the loins of blue check Twitter bathed in blood red light of militant fascism. He was finally their guy. Gone was the empathy guy. Gone was the unity guy. Gone was the moderate guy. Be mean, Joe. Joe, get him. Get tough, Joe. Tell him their participation in democracy is a threat to democracy. Get him. Yes, tell them, Joe. Tell the MAGA Republicans that are, they are not welcome in their own country. Tell them their participation is a threat to the government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Tell them that democracy means they have to sit down and shut up. Tell the truck driver who travels coast to coast working the graveyard shift to bring freshly cut meat to supermarket shelves. Tell the police officer, the waitress. The bartender, the cable guy, the grocery store clerk, the grandmother, the garbage mechanic or the garage mechanic, the veteran who served in Afghanistan, who's now just been kicked out of the military for not taking the vaccine. The mother of two who now must homeschool her children because they are violent extremists posing the biggest threat to the country they call home. Yeah, tell them, Joe, that you've decided to throw them away like human garbage. And you're hoping for another January 6th so you can arrest anyone who ever voted or supported Donald Trump. Tell them. Tell them that you and you alone are America. And the threat to your power is the threat to the state because that's not fascistic at all. Why did Joe Biden give the speech? Who thought it would be a good idea? Obviously, Joe Biden and his administration know that the MAGA Republicans are not a dangerous threat to the country. Otherwise, the Democrats would not have meddled in primary elections, spending upwards of $46 million, pushing those very same MAGA candidates towards a win, blocking the more moderate GOP picks. Desperate and dishonest. Surely the Democrats know what they're doing, right? I mean, they're asking America to vote to stay in power. Joe Biden wouldn't lie to the people about something as serious as a threat to the republic, right? Wrong. Joe Biden did lie. 
The speechwriter lied. They will do anything, say anything, and put any community or even the country at risk just to stay in power and hold to the past, the America under Barack Obama from 2008 to 2016. In 2020, we saw them sacrifice the truth as they micromanaged the media narrative to deliver the correct headlines when they gaslighted hundreds of millions of us to cover up the truth about how just how violent the protest had been over the summer. They undermined the the then president, Donald Trump, on everything from covid to the economy, and they did it with impunity. They did it to stay in power. That is the very definition of corruption at nearly every level of our administrative state. Now, maybe they do believe it. After all, the Biden administration gets its news from the same place the mainstream media outlets like the New York Times, Washington Post, MSNBC, and others do. They all drink from the same watering hole, Twitter. Their feedback loop is all they know. They believe it's the truth rather than nonstop recycling of the confirmation bias and agitprop of flooding the uh, zone. I forced myself to disconnect from the media entirely to escape this bubble. I stopped reading my Twitter feed and I started an alternative account that paid attention only to the right. It took a conscience conscience effort on my part, conscious effort on my part to reprogram my brain to be able to see both sides clearly and fairly. Once I did that, she writes, I was horrified by what I saw on the left. The hypocrisy, the inhumanity. Worse than all, I could suddenly see what was true and what wasn't true and how much the media politicians lie every day. They tell themselves what they want to be true, but not what is true. At the same time, they're busy silencing dissent everywhere. If you challenge their narrative, you will be attacked on Twitter, fired from your job at any media outlet, or forced to apologize. You aren't given any other option. They don't want you to tell the truth, ever. They want to shut it down. How Did we get here? And is there a way out? There's a line, she writes, in Citizen Kane, where the character of Getty says to Kane, you're going to need more than one lesson, and you're going to get more than one lesson. And so it goes with the Democrats. Right now, they need to be taught a lesson to be voted out in such massive numbers that it causes them to rethink the mess they've made in this country. They might destroy most of the cultural institutions the boomers built in the 1960s, but we cannot let them do this to our government. It is hard for me to say or even think about. It took me a few years to arrive at this point. After President Biden's speech, however, I don't see any other way. Substack, YouTube, Podcasts and other outlets offer objective opinions and investigative reporting. Hopefully more people will begin to gravitate away from the mainstream news until they can get a grip and grow a pair. I used to be a true blue Democrat. I voted faithfully in every election. I can even remember voting for Michael Dukakis 
My faith remained unshaken for most of my adult life. In 2019, I was among the first Democratic activists online advocating for Joe Biden to be the nominee. While most others were aiming for big structural change, I knew only Biden had the chance of beating a one-term president with a strong economy. I figured voters might vote for Biden as an easy lateral move. Biden was a safe choice, the establishment guy who wouldn't rock the boat too much. I wrote a piece about it in Medium on May 11th, 2019. I attended an early Biden fundraiser. I made videos praising Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. I made a video to show how much I believed in Joe. After all, he had crossed the street to meet my daughter's fifth grade class in 2009. Most of my friends and family remain gobsmacked. God uh, gobsmacked at the, the in, that my entire perspective could change almost overnight. My mother said, you've become a completely different person. I actually don't think that I did. I think I just saw for the first time. And what my side looked like from the other side wasn't good. Now I can see just how much power and influence the left has. We used to be the counterculture, the anti-establishment, but now we have become the system we used to fight against. I might have been able to stay with the Democrats. My policy ideals haven't changed. But when they become dehumanizing to Trump supporters, many of whom do, uh, do not have access to much of, much of our culture, I could no longer stand alongside the Democrats. Until that changes, I will never vote blue, no matter who. The 2020 election was further proof, at least to me, that the Democrats had become now so corrupt that they had to have way too much power and wealth, such as we may never have a free and fair election again. They spent $1 billion, the most expensive election in history, just to elect Joe Biden. They changed voting laws to close the enthusiasm gap. They, they battled with uh, every election and simply collected votes from voters who weren't motivated to go to the polls themselves. They took complete control of nearly every major institution just to stop Trump. And even still, they barely won. Trump still won in Iowa, in Ohio, and Florida. They haven't stopped. If anything, they've gotten much more authoritarian. With the primetime January 6th show trial, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, and now the DOJ going after Trump and Steve Bannon and the pillow guy. They are truly living a dystopian nightmare in a near totalitarian state. They've not even, uh, they're not even a political party anymore. They've become a religious movement, fighting for what they consider is a religious war. A war of ideology. The problem is, is that they're selling something most Americans don't want. Look at the ads for Hillary and Chelsea, Chelsea Clinton's new show. It's impossible to tell the difference between their activism and art. They sound like missionaries pushing their newfound faith on the unsuspecting public. They have become so disconnected from the average Americans that they thought this was a good idea. In the, in the years past, there would be vicious op-eds or hilarious mocking bits on SNL, but no more. That's how you know it's a true religion. No jokes allowed.
But Americans are getting sick of all of it. They're ready for a change. They're trying to tell the people at the top, but the people at the top just aren't listening. The Democrats might have complete control of the new economy online as America separates between the virtual and real worlds. But our country is still a place. Just drive across it to see what a real America looks like. We might not be able to purge this madness from our culture, but we most certainly can purge it from our government with our vote. If the Democrats refuse to stand up to the new Puritans brand of injustice, intolerance and ongoing hysteria, they must go and they must go now. Wow. Remember, that's from somebody who considered themselves an activist for Hillary Clinton, the Democratic Party, Barack Obama and Joe Biden. And the last straw was the blood red speech. Mm. That I mean, she covered a lot of territory there. And if others would do the same thing, uh, the Amer- the United States of America could return to being the United States of America. So I have uh, Jim Brewer. I did a, um, a podcast with him. It's available now. It aired uh, last night on Blaze TV. It's available now at Blaze TV, or you can wait until Saturday and get it wherever you get your podcast. Um, but it it was not only hysteria, hysterical, it was very telling. Why are you on this show? Why are you doing this? Why, why are you potentially just blowing up your career? I'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. Every day, more and more people are discovering the wonders of Rough Greens for their dogs. I've seen what it can do for Uno, my dog. It used to be when you fed him, we used to take turns. Okay, it's your turn to feed Uno. No, I don't want to feed Uno. And it wasn't about getting the food. It was that you had to stand there for 20 minutes. And he would put his face in the bowl. He'd sniff it. And then he'd look up at you like, really? This is it, huh? And if you moved a muscle, he wouldn't eat. It was awful. It was awful. And so I was talking to Dr. Black. He's a naturopathic doctor. And he said, I'm, I'm doing some things with the dogs uh, and, uh, and uh, supplements. For, and, and he said, you know, it really work well for the health of your dog. And I said, uh, will he eat it? Because if you could put anything, I don't care what it is. You put something in his food, on his food, and he likes it, I'm in. His eating pattern complete. We don't have to stand over the bowl. He can't wait. He licks the bowl clean. And he's healthier. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Get your first trial bag free. Just pay for shipping at roughgreens.com slash Beck just to see if your dog likes it. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLENN-33. 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. So uh, I asked uh, I asked Jim Brewer in the podcast, um, you know, what you're doing will be considered political. If you've not seen his uh, video that came out, uh, he released two comedy specials. One he uh, taped during covid 
And he had it in the can for about a year. And the people that he recorded it for said, no, no, we don't want that. And that's that changed him. That changed him. And he realized, good heavens, man, we are in real, real trouble. He's a really deeply spiritual man, deeply spiritual. Um, The things that he talked about with his faith and his wife's faith, you know, his wife is terminal cancer. Mm. And what he's going through and how he's dealing with it and what role is fit is just remarkable. But he knows what time it is. And he's like, I don't care anymore. This is not about money. This is not about success. We have got to wake up right now. It's another mm. guy from SNL uh, that was on SNL for years um, who just can't do it anymore. And realizes where we're at and i think the people who are waking up those with eyes and ears they will see it and they will hear it and those are the people we need to help bring along and welcome into the fold they may not disagree they they may not agree with us they're not going to come and say i'm a conservative as jim and i talked yesterday i think we did maybe on or off the air i don't know but it's not that these people are changing their viewpoints. They just believe that you have a right to have another viewpoint and they're actual liberals. They're actual uh, constitutional liberals. I'm a constitutional conservative. Constitutional is the key. They believe in the Bill of Rights and they see what's happening now and we need to unite with them. But anyway, you can get this uh, podcast. Uh, it's episode 154 of the Glenn Beck podcast. Uh, Jim Brewer doesn't care if he if you think his comedy is too political. It's a laugh out loud. Very funny. I mean, he went 90 minutes, 90 minutes. Mm. I asked my last question at 60 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes. And he and, went the next. Oh, my half gosh. Hour. Yeah. And wow. And you will hold your sides. It is so mm. funny. It is really funny. Well, his his thing on COVID was hysterical, <laughs> and it was nonstop funny for like yeah, I don't know, fifteen twenty minutes, twenty minutes, twenty minutes. If you haven't seen it, um, he said he didn't even have a name for this special until after he was meeting with the audience, and he said everybody who came up to him said, "Thank God, somebody said it." Mm. And so that's the the name of the special is uh, finally somebody said it or something like that. You can find it on YouTube. Um, the uh, podcast is available now at glenbeck.com. Um, we've got a couple of podcasts coming in the next couple of weeks that are really, really, really good with great guests. Uh, Jim Brewer is our latest guest. Uh, episode 154. You can find that at Blaze TV. Have you become a subscriber yet? If not, please do. We've got something for everyone, and it all kind of sounds like the truth. Uh, you can go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Today is the last day you can use the promo code Glenn20 and save 20%. So do it now. Blazetv.com. Save 20 bucks, 20% on your year's subscription at blazetv.com. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, what made America great was America was good. And as long as we are good, then we will be great. 
We will. But that requires her people to be good. Our government is really gone awry and they have from time to time but as long as the people remember what is true and who we really are and we help one another we're going to be fine we're going to be fine i want you to check out a charity that i really believe in it is uh, the tunnel to towers foundation tunnel to towers is a group that started right after september 11th and they said we were going to take care of all of the people, the heroes, firefighters, police that died in September 11th. And then they expanded to all of the people who went and fought for our freedom. And not just the ones in New York, but the firefighters and the police officers that don't come home and leave a family behind. $11 a month is what they're asking you to pledge. It is a great, great charity. It takes the burden off of these families when their loved one doesn't return home. T2T.org. T, the number two, T.org. Don't forget to use the promo code GLEN20 for $20 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Alrighty. Wow, what a turn of events. I, I thought Russia was losing. Uh, I mean, winning, and it was all over for the Ukrainians, and now it's mm-hmm. all over for the Russians. I mean, I can't keep up with it. <laughs> and it shifted quickly. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> But another $600 million uh, in military equipment after a $2 billion week last week. So they're probably pissed with us right now. How dare you? decrease your donations by that much uh that's outrageous how are we going to win this war where is this money going where it's is this money it's the best laundromat in world history oh it is it is it is i uh, somebody should do an investigation i will Mm -hmm. bet you that money has been routed some of it has been routed right back here to the united states that a lot of that money Mm -hmm. is going to very dark places Mm -hmm. um but there's something else that we should be concerned about you know we've talked about all the people that have fallen out fallen out of windows (laughs) in russia there's a lot of clumsy russians Rich and clumsy. Yeah, and they always seem to be on the roof (laughs) or near an enormous window window that's easy to fall out of. (laughs) Yes. You know? Or on the high seas where they just, oh, oh, fell off that boat. (laughs) Dang it. Man. Darn. Man. I fell into that meat grinder. It's weird how this happens. (laughs) Uh, Well, there were local lawmakers, um, seven of them. In the St. Petersburg uh, district that came out and said, enough of Putin. We, we, we have to speak out against this war. And by mm. the way, that is uh, treason in uh, Putin's Russia. And, um, and gosh darn it, they, they, they are free to do whatever they want now in those jail cells because <laughs> uh, uh, they've all, they were all scooped up uh, last night. And uh, mm. so they're, but I'm sure they're going to get the same, if not better treatment uh, than the January six people will get here. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah, they've yeah. only been, they've only been in jail uh, 
without a trial, some of them for almost two years now. And that's, 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 I not, mean, that's yeah. not bad. No. Well, because some of them actually paraded in the Capitol building. Please you don't can't use that word. Please don't that. use that word. Let me just. I, I apologize. Let me, could I please just Can say we, that is not an endorsement of parading? <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, not to <laughs> not meant to incite any sort of parading. No. And we stand against firmly against all parading. How long have we said that? Oh, I mean, we've been against parading, parading since, forever. I think the, the late that was 50s. the first thing that I thought of yeah. when, you know, I'm thinking, oh, man, this could get dangerous. <laughs> People could start parading. And they did. And they, they did. did. Mm-hmm. Now, another disturbing thing, Vladimir Putin's car was attacked. And um, his limousine mm. was hit by a loud bang. Now, I don't know if the person who wrote this knows that a loud bang can't actually hit a car. <laughs> Something that causes a loud bang can. Um, The car drove safely with Putin unharmed, but there have been multiple arrests from his security service and other bodyguards have simply vanished among claims that uh, secret information about his movements has been compromised. Wow. He's in trouble. This would uh, you remember the Archduke Ferdinand that nobody at the time knew anything about and you most likely know nothing about that's the guy that was killed that started world war one what do you think happens if somebody assassinates vladimir putin world gets safer or not so safe could go either way Mm -hmm. are you willing to bet on it apparently our government is um let me play um let me play this poor, poor story from uh, Lisa Belcastro. She runs the homeless shelter in Martha's Vineyard. Oh, Cut one. Times, times are tough there. What are the most difficult challenges? Mm-hmm. The difficult challenges are uh, we have to, at some point in time, they have to move to somewhere else. Right? We, we cannot. What? We don't have the services to take care of 50 immigrants. 50, um, 50. And we, we certainly don't have housing. We're in a housing crisis as we are on this island. Yeah. And so the, we don't, we can't house everyone here that lives here and works here. We don't have housing for 50 more people. Huh. Wow. Wow. You, it's interesting because the population full time mm-hmm. at Martha's Vineyard, you know what mm-hmm. that is? 17,000. During the summer months, it increases a little bit to 200,000. Okay, so they're in well, the so fall now. You don't have anywhere to put these people? There's no homes what? available? 50 people can't be housed? Wow. I, you could put all 50 of them in one of their 17,000 square foot homes. Come on. <laughs> we don't have anywhere to put them. Shut up. No, but can <laughs> I tell unreal. you something? Laredo does. Oh yeah, Laredo, Texas. Laredo has so and many Del Rio empty, and yeah, yeah, so many empty houses. Oh my gosh! And we, they're just sitting there, and they're like, "Please, I wish we could have some groups of people just come overnight across the border, and not and, fifty, but like two million in the yeah, last year. Yeah, but only two million. <laughs> but Laredo you know, can handle that. They can handle that, of course. Don't turn Martha's <laughs> Vineyard into a border town. What, what is what does that mean exactly? Well, CNN, CNN knows. Cut two. All of your documentaries are about history. Yeah. This is with Ken But Burns. all of them also make you think 
about where we are exactly. now. And we woke yeah. up to the news this morning that Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida sent two plane loads of migrants uh, to Martha's Vineyard off the coast of Massachusetts, including Bastard. kids and whatnot. And I'm not saying this is kids not a one for one. This is not a parallel here in any way. But it does address some of the same themes that are part of this documentary. Well, Kevin, it's I wonder if the you abstraction what? of human life. It's basically saying that you can use a human life that is as valuable as yours or <sighs> mine or Lynn's and to put it in a position of becoming a political pawn in somebody's authoritarian game. This is the uh, coming straight out of the authoritarian playbook. This is what's so uh, disturbing about DeSantis, mm. is to use human beings, to weaponize mm. human beings for mm -hmm. a political purpose. It's like when somebody disagrees with him in Florida, like the Walt Disney Company, he punishes them. This is not the actions of a person participating in a democratic process in which there's an exchange of ideas. This is about punishing political enemies, putting oh on uh, shows, political shows, political uh -huh. theater. Mm. And in this case, this is with the lives of human beings. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is. That, that that's that's Ken Burns, the filmmaker. He that, did a 28-hour feature on bees. <laughs> really? You're the guy we're going right. to listen to no, on but this? I mean, he is the guy who has brought us so much history. Forget the bee thing. I don't know what that was. But he's brought us so much history and perspective yeah, on yes. things. And this guy is actually saying this about silencing your opponents and he mm. doesn't see, he calls Florida, Florida, the authoritarian here mm. and not the U.S. government. I, I mean, I just there are people that are so lost right now. Yeah. I actually I feel sorry for a lot of people because I think a lot of people I'm, I'm reading a book. In fact, I highly recommend. Let me give you a couple of books here. The right to remain innocent is so important that you read. This is, what do I do if the, you know, ATF shows up at my house? The Right to Remain Innocent. It's by James Duane. The other one that I'm reading right now that is fascinating is The Psychology of Totalitarianism. It's by uh, Matthias Desmet. He is a professor of clinical psychology at the University of Ghent, which I had to look up. Where the hell is Ghent? I know it's someplace in weird parts of Europe. Yeah, Brussels. Uh, mm. As if that's a weird part. But it is, really. It's French. Anyway, um, he's a professor of clinical psychology, and he started to see what was happening um, during COVID. And he was like, this is not good. And he is talking about how how... How does totalitarianism come about? And he's using examples of the past and tying them to today and showing one for one examples. And uh, it's it's fascinating. But so many people are so anxious. This is this is the problem. And some of this is manufactured, like I believe the um, Amtrak story was. Um, some of it is manufactured. Some of it is the government causing it, for instance, gas prices, inflation, et cetera, et cetera. And then ratcheting all of that anxiety up. And people are so anxious, they don't know they're, they're on unsteady footing. And when somebody steps 
forward and says, this guy, these guys are your problem. A lot of people just fall into that because it has the, it gives them a way to direct their frustration towards something. And it makes them feel, again, part of a team. And that's how totalitarians work. And that's exactly what Joe Biden is doing in these latest uh, speeches about the MAGA Republicans. Right. He's directing everybody to focus their attention on how bad and how extreme Trump supporters are. And I will tell you that if you're a MAGA Republican, you you need to be aware of that as well. You can't just be on a team. You must have reason. Mm-hmm. And when you feel under attack is when you put all of your shields up and you can go in the wrong direction. As so, they did on January 6th. This is why I tell you that a reliance and a return to God is absolutely mm-hmm. vital. If, if you think you're anxious... I'm sure you are, but I, I read the stuff that you don't, I read the stuff for you that that way you don't have to read it. I look at the entire world and the entire landscape and everything every day. I'm consuming hours of this and it's poison. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you every day I go on the air and I have a pit in my stomach. I am right now, and I would ask for your prayers, I am right now trying to double my efforts and re-establish every single lifeline I have with God. Because I know this to be true. I always have. God does not, is not the author of fear. God is the author of love. God is the author of square your shoulders. There are more with you than against you. And I'm telling you this to be a fact. You have no idea how engaged the heavens are right now in your personal struggle. You just need to recognize it. Reconnect with God and get away from fear. When you do that, you'll be able to see clearly, and more importantly, you'll be able to hear clearly, and you will hear his voice prompting you on what you need to do, because only God knows. There is not an expert on the planet that can tell you what you are supposed to be doing now. God can. Get into a place in your life where you can hear him and beg him to help you navigate these waters so we can bring as many to shore as possible. Things break down over time. It's literally the way the world works, and it is especially true for all those old VHS and camcorder tapes that you might have, including all those memories that they contain, the weddings, the family outings, the Christmas, the funny things the baby did before they grew up and turn into monsters. Did I say that out loud? They eventually grow out of the monster, don't they? Right? They go, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you, Pat. Uh, Legacy Box is the answer, and it's a really simple answer. Tanya and I just did this with um, her mom and dad's, all of their memories, all of the wedding books and everything else. They will digitize your old media, so it's preserved if, God forbid, something should happen to the originals. 
everything from my childhood to my kids' childhood now on film and tape and photographs now preserved, now preserved. For a limited time, Legacy Box is running a $9 videotape that's usually about 30 bucks. $9 per videotape is a special price. There has never been a better time to convert your entire collection. Here's the great thing. If you get the exclusive offer now on the videotapes and the film rolls and the photos, you pay for that now when you buy the Legacy Box and you're locked into that price, but you don't have to send everything in now. Get the Legacy Box, hold it, do all of your work and put it in the mail when you have time. Shop the $9 tape sale now, LegacyBox.com slash Beck and unlock the radio first offer. It is LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Join the conversation. 888. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. It's Friday, Pat. I know. Psyched about that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do today? Uh, today? Well, I mean, this weekend. Well, this weekend, we're. Uh, I'm going on vacation um, beginning right after this. Where are you going? Uh, Washington State. <sighs> nice. There's, oh, yeah. yeah nice. There's nothing better. Nothing better. Yeah. Nothing right, you know, hopefully, better. right downtown Seattle. Oh, no, you had crap on the streets. You had crap right there on the streets. <laughs> it's so convenient. It's so convenient. Why bother going inside to a restroom? Right. You don't have to. You don't, you don't have need to. to. Just drop the pants and just. A lot like San Francisco and yeah. Los Angeles yeah. and every other really major good. Democrat so I can, run city. I don't even need to ask. Why would you be going to Washington State? So I can crap right in the street. I know. I know. Yeah. And teach your kids this is the way cities right. should be run. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Bring some matches. Uh-huh. You bring some matches. <laughs> Because the whole city is uh, a bathroom and light a match, Seattle. The Glenn Back Program. Um, talking about fear. There is no reason to fear. There is reason to prepare for what could come. And, you know, if you don't think that trouble could come your way, I, I, I warn you that uh, some things, uh, you know, some, some, some of our streets are going to be a little uncontrollable. Um, and I never, ever thought I would have to be recommending body armor uh, for you and your family. Um, but, uh, you know, about 20 years ago, I needed to buy body armor for my kids, and it was awful. We've never had to use it, thank God, um, but we have it. And if you have to, you're in a trouble situation, please check this out. It is not as expensive as it used to be. It's really good stuff. AR500armor.com slash A3. A5, AR500armor.com slash A3. Please get yourself prepared for possible hostile situations as our society could melt down ar500armor.com slash a3 you know today is a great day to get a warranty actually any day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems that's what you get with an american home shield warranty all the unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater they're not going to break the bank because covered repairs and replacements are all taken care of Having reassurance is something to celebrate. Choose the plan that works for you and your budget. 
When a covered item in your home breaks, all you do is contact American Home Shield. Their trusted, qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry. Be warranty. Go to ahs.com slash Beck and save 20%. That's ahs.com slash Beck and get 20% off any plan. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Friday, and usually at this time, that means Bill O'Reilly and, uh, you know, poking fun. Um, today, I thought, why why go down that road when we could talk about the economy? Oh, and, wow. The economy on Friday. Yeah. That sounds yeah. fun. It does. It oh, I can't wait. Oh. You? Yeah. Talking about the economy? Economy. Oh, that's. Why, do you think it's going to go poorly? Oh, I can't even <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> It's coming in 60 seconds. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, let me tell you about Andrea. She wrote in. She said, our German shepherd has been suffering with skin allergies and infections. She had slowed down because of it. And uh, she has a bad hip. Oh, man, when they get bad hips, the first thing to go on German shepherds, and it's so sad. Anyway, she said, we started using rough greens for two weeks ago. And uh, the best word we can use to describe it is... Happy. She's happy. She has a bounce back in her step. She seems to be walking better. Thank you, Rough Greens. This was uh, developed by a naturopathic doctor, Dennis Black, that you sprinkle on the dog's food. And it has everything that they need. The, the stuff that you are feeding your dog in kibble form is dead food. And they need probiotics, just like you need probiotics. You need things that are alive in your body. And that's what Rough Greens provides. Now, they want to make sure your dog will eat it. My dog loves it. Pat's dog loves it. Everybody I know, they love it. But some dogs don't. So they want to make sure that you're not out any money. If, you know, your dog doesn't like it, they're going to send you a sample bag. It's free. You just pay for the shipping. You feed it to your dog a couple of times, see if they like it. And then if they do, get on this program and watch the changes in your dog over the months. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck, 833-GLEN-33, RoughGreens.com slash Beck. You ready, Pat? Oh, I was born ready for this yeah. discussion. I yeah. can't wait. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to yeah. be. This is going to be good to eating right now. Yeah. Okay. Good eating. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of stories that I want you to read uh, read today in my show prep, and you can get it at glenbeck.com. It is free, but there's uh, many stories in here, but I'm going to give you a couple that I think are very important to read. The first one is 
Just like in September 2008, many investors feel a fear a dangerous chain reaction is starting on Wall Street. Listen to this. Widespread selling that we saw on Tuesday was more than just a little bit frightening. The Dow just kept plunging through the day. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq actually performed even worse than the Dow did. Dow Industrial Average slid 1,200 points or 3.94% to close, blah, 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 blah. Just five stocks on the S&P 500 finished in positive territory. Mm. Tech stocks were hit particularly hard with Facebook parent Meta skidding 9.4%. NVIDIA shed 9.5%. Worst day for stocks since the early days of the pandemic. But one bad day does not make a crisis. Hopefully tomorrow will be better. Mm. When you can compare the current behavior of the stock market to how it behaved in 2008, it's a little frightening. I want to put a chart up if you're watching Blaze TV. The red is 2008, and the blue line is current. That's almost exact. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's a little terrifying, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's happening in the same times. Uh Uh-huh. Do you need to... Hey, you know what? I've prepared. I just want to take a little quick little break here just just to okay. regather ourselves. Uh-huh. And now, the Glenn Beck Program presents Distracting Happy Thoughts. It's a puppy dog in a car right oh, there. Look at, See, yeah, look at the puppy dog. Sticking yeah. his head out the window. That's it's always so fun funny. and nice. Yeah. His yeah. tongue is wagging. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's so great. fun. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Now... Uh, <laughs> Now back to death and destruction. <laughs> let me give you Glenn. let me give you the next article. Inflation is turning hyper. Hmm. Yeah. Like in Argentina, where it's <laughs> well, at about a hundred percent. Only at a hundred percent. Did you see though that they're raising their interest rate? Get mm-hmm. this. We mm-hmm. think it's bad here. Mm-hmm. They're raising their interest rate to seventy-five percent. Yeah. Seventy-five percent interest? What? I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, you can't. You you can't. You cannot function. There's no. no there, it's just like you're, you're not getting. You're that's that's a mob economy. loan. That's yeah, a mob right. loan. Right. Um, but Argentina has gone through this before. Yeah. Here's. Um, mm. This is interesting. If you look at the housing market today, the Fed raising the interest rates has caused a crash of unprecedented proportions. 500,000 single-family homes sell new sales, the lowest since 1952. Mm. So we went from the highest to now the lowest since 1952. Of course we did. This is when I'm trying to sell my home. Of yeah. course. <laughs> of course we did. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know. Just, I'm only one year behind, but it might as well be 100 years. Exactly right. Exactly right. Mine's almost finished. Is it? Two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> Two Mine's weeks. almost finished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said to my wife, uh, because literally, literally, I am not making this up. Literally, one of the workers, I said, so when is this going to be done? <laughs> literally. Oh, Definitely within the next two weeks. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. It's okay. been has it been a year or more? A year, a two it's been years. Two. Has it really? It's been two years. Two years. 
Gosh, that's unreal. Yeah. So anyway, you just can't get stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, that's man. True. Can't get yeah, that. That's true. Oh, good. Okay, good. Anyway, so the housing, uh, the housing market is trouble. You know what's happening with uh, your grocery prices. Mm-hmm. It, it is out of control. Groceries have had the largest spike and are more expensive than they've been since 1979 at the height of this nonsense. And we are not finished. We are going into bad prices Think about now. that. That's the Carter years that were so bad and that we remember so and this not fondly. is the beginning yeah. of it. Okay. So this story is wrapped <clears throat> around... You know, could we do one more little happy thought before we go into this? Because yes, this please. is and this now, is the Glenn Beck program presents distracting happy thoughts. <laughs> Look at it, a puppy on a bed. Look at it, just kind of, kind of scratching underneath his cheeks. There, I love that for you. Ah, no, no, no. You just want to kiss your puppy over. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, listen to this. Mm-hmm. This is Europe. Money supplies took off during COVID lockdowns. Now it's about to take off again to pay everyone's energy bills. But that's not all. Demands for currency and credit to be conjured out of thin air to pay for everything will be coming back thick and fast. Expectations that energy prices, including European electricity, have peaked are naive. Putin is yet to put the winter and spring screws onto Europe and the world Mm -hmm. fully. It will be surprising if global oil and natural gas prices in Europe are not significantly higher on a 12-month view. Europe has messed up its electricity supplies. That is where energy costs will rise most. Bankers are trying to reduce their loan exposure to rising interest rates, undermining the GDP. Because paying for everyone's energy bills, rescuing troubled banks, collapsing tax revenues, and difficulty in selling government debt on rising yields, governments are expected to apply economic stimulus to support both their economies and financial markets. Furthermore, the um, a far greater impact on prices than contracting bank uh, credit is the expansion of central bank credit. The replacement of commercial bank credit by central bank credit will have a far greater inflationary impact than the deflation from the bank credit alone. What they're talking about in this story is right now, the Europeans have put price controls on Russian gas and oil. And Now they're doing this to protect the households and the businesses from the energy crisis. But now they still can't control it and people aren't able to do it. So Switzerland and now the UK are combining inflationary monetary policies of recent years, environmental wokeism, And what they say in this article, the most irresponsible energy policies with a decision to sanction the world's largest energy exporter. The G7 and G20 now are all about agreement acting together, a united front to prevent the markets from taking control of events out of government's hands. 
lines of communications between the formal uh, meetings, blah, blah, blah. They're just going on to say everyone now is working together. All of the central banks in Europe are working together. In Britain's case, it is proposed. Listen to this. In Britain's case, it is proposed that electricity and presumably gas bills will be fully funded by the government. Anything above twenty five hundred pounds per household. So if the energy price goes over and it is, if if it goes over twenty five hundred, the government will pay for all of that with support arrangements to be put into place for businesses. Now, France, most of their nuclear power is now shut down. Thirty two plants out of the 56 nuclear reaction reactors they have, 32 of them are now out of action. Four are showing signs of corrosion and small cracks in the cement works. And 12 reactors Mm. are suspected of being uh, similarly affected. The other 16 are now being shut down for maintenance. Who is expected to sell? Who is the UK expecting to get all of their energy from? France. France. Hmm. How this is going to how they're going to support small businesses remain unclear. It is extremely complex, but there's little doubt that without the support, the economy will collapse winter and uh, this winter as businesses shut down. Unemployment skyrockets and the lowest rungs in society, the elderly and struggling single mothers, find it impossible to keep body and soul together. From the government's point of view, if nothing is done now, revenue will collapse. Welfare costs will escalate. Civil disobedience will worsen and law and order will break down. The same problems will arise in the European Union with some nations facing greater propensity to riot. So here's what's going to happen. This is what this is saying. There is there's no market for these bonds anymore. The loans. Okay, every time we spend money. We have to sell that bond. It's like when you have a school board bond. Yeah, we're going to raise the taxpayer money over this period of time. Should we build a new school? And you always vote yes for these bonds. Well, that's because you're paying for them. You're voting to say, yes, I'm going to pay that. You notice we don't vote for government bonds because there's not enough tax dollars to pay for what we're spending. So we instead go to other countries and say, can you buy this? Because we want to spend this. So you buy this piece of paper saying that we're going to pay you back at, you know, this interest rate. Nobody wants to buy them. And it's not just us. The entire world has said to the Western world, "Uh, no, thank you. England is already at 110 percent debt to GDP, which means Mm. Everything for an entire year that they spend, build, make, sell, everything, they still have 10% more that they still owe. Um, so what's happening? As the energy prices get more expensive, as food prices get more expensive, the government has to spend more holding people up. If no one will buy their bonds, and no one will, gang, we all are going to have to just start printing money. That's what's coming. 
if you think, if you listen to any of these liars, or they just may be misinformed, or I could be wrong, honestly, I could be wrong. Do not take my word as gospel. But I have spent 20 years focused on this problem and what's coming and how it all fits together. These experts are looking at one little slice of the pie. I've been looking at the entire revolutionary state from technology to joblessness to uh, instability and riots on our streets to our instability of our government. All of it. All of it. And uh, I warn you, Europe is about to go through hell and tighten everything down because we are shortly going to follow what you're seeing. What you're seeing right now. Sarah just said, please. Puppies. puppies. Yeah. And puppies. now, the Glenn Beck Program presents Distracting <gasps> Happy Thoughts. Oh, look oh, at good. Good. It's a dog and a kitty cat laying together. Oh, oh look at them. They're kind of like hugging each other. Oh, that's so sweet. Adorable. That's so sweet. That? Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, a nightmare about to hit. Please, please. Fear not. The heavens are engaged. Are you engaged with the heavens? You are not going to convince God to be on your side. We must be on his side. Realign everything in your life now so you can be on his side. And together we will weather all of these storms. Back in a minute. You know, one of the things that we did, um, because I really, truly believe there is nothing that will uh, grant us God's blessings more than saving his children. Uh, this is why I'm so involved in the Nazarene Fund and uh, Operation Underground Railroad and Preborn. We set a, a goal of saving 50,000 babies from abortion this year. We are behind. I really thought we would blow this out of the water, but so much has happened with abortion. Proposition one in California is most likely going to pass. We talked about it yesterday. That will that will free up doctors to abort at any time. Now, the bill will allow what's the birthday abortion as the baby is being born on their birthday. You can kill it. I, there are no restrictions on this. I believe this will just allow post-birth abortion as well. Please, let's save babies. Let's save these children. Um, this is the biggest competitor of, um, of Planned Parenthood. They have all of their abortion clinics in the places where the most abortions are happening. And what they need is help with ultrasounds because when a woman has an ultrasound, she is 80% more likely to choose life. 80%. We've already saved 8,000 babies just in the last couple of months. Please, we can do more. Donate anything. A dollar is great. Whatever you can do. Preborn.com slash Beck. Preborn.com slash Beck or hit pound 250 and say the keyword baby. 10 seconds station ID. 
this is great. This is great. Adderall, uh, which is uh, used for attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Uh, apparently, you're having a hard time getting it. And uh, that's because mm. you just can't get that drug. Right? You, you can't well, get a lot of things right now. Yeah. But when we start running out of drugs, medicine, that might bad. be a bad thing. Probably bad. might be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanya and I have had this come to Jesus uh, talk recently, and we just have to. I'm on blood pressure medicine. I've just got to get into shape mm-hmm. because that stuff. I mean, is it even going to be available? I mean, as as easily as it is now, we we start hitting. Imagine. Worst case scenario, not going to happen. We're hit by an EMP, you know, and the the entire distribution system. Do you know how many people are alive today that should not be alive? I mean, just because of modern medicine, it's a miracle that they're alive. It's about 30 percent. 30 percent of the people walking around mm-hmm. are taking some kind of medication that's keeping them alive today. That's remarkable. Remarkable. And we don't marvel at that. Perhaps we should. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we perhaps should recognize now before it's all gone. So we wake up and save it. You know, this is a pretty good deal we've got going here. Sure is. Uh, and a lot of that stuff has to be refrigerated or kept, you know, safe uh, in some in some sort of some sort of. Yeah. Yes. Some sort of way. Yeah. And with an EMP, all that stuff goes away or an energy crisis or that. Or an energy crisis. And we've already gotten glimpses of all those things. Yeah. So, so please, uh, just give thanks and be grateful for what we do have today. Start admiring what we have and being grateful. And that is the first step to being able to turn things around. A grateful nation would do an awful lot to change things. The Glenn Beck Program. So... There's a little game I like to play, uh, and I think you'll like it. It's called, When a Business Owner Has His Rights Trampled, I Support Them Even More. You know? Uh, let's say, let's play a game. Uh, Mike Lindell, my pillow, FBI, raids his car at a drive through parking lot. Give me your phone! Give me your phone! What? For what? For what reason? Honestly. That he felt that the election was stolen? What? What? Isn't that your right to have that point of view? Anyway, um, if you're playing the game along with me, here's a business owner who's had his rights trampled and they're trying to put out a business. So I support them even more. MyPillow.com. They've got great radio specials right now, uh, including their um, their new slippers, their slides, their sla- sandals. They've got great things for your bed. If you're in, in the market for anything, your bed or your bathroom, please go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Uh, one year limited time uh, warranty. Uh, 60 day money back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com promo code back. Join one of the last digital spaces that allows free speech. This week only use the promo code Glen 20 for $20 off your subscription at BlazeTV.com. I have to share this because this is just so crazy. So crazy is as if, well, they do. They think you're a moron. 
And all they want to do, they know they can't stop this from coming out. All they want to do is muddy the waters and slow you down from being on their trail. This happened up in Canada. A senior official with the World Economic Forum says Canada should be talking about more important things than conspiracy theories targeting the World Economic Forum. Uh, Adrian Monk, managing director of the World Economic Forum, argues that politicians espousing these theories should ask themselves whether they're spreading disinformation coming from bad actors. Quote, Canada should be talking about a lot of things right now. It shouldn't be talking about the World Economic Forum based here in Geneva. You know, there are bigger issues, really, for them to be thinking about. It began with an opinion piece published on the WEF's website in 2016 entitled, Welcome to 2030, I own nothing, have no privacy, and life has never, ever been better. Well, the author says it was just a discussion about getting some of the pros and cons of the current technological development, you know, starting, you know, we just wanted to think about it. And Klaus Schwab said, maybe we should post it so people can think. Uh, and we have been thinking about it. We have been thinking about it. And we've thought we don't like uh, the Great Reset. These opinion pieces uh, were published, and uh, the Great Reset, he says, now the spokesperson, has morphed into this conspiracy theory, claiming that a cabal of global elites is planning to remake society to eliminate private property and impose authoritarian global government. Hmm. He said the Great Reset is just an idea that grew out of the pandemic. That's weird because that idea was happening before the pandemic. The idea was that we should also try and suggest to people what they might think about spending their time and money on, you know, and the kind of long term things that would aid climate change and and would help jobs reskilling and the kind of bigger long term challenges. So there is it's nothing to see here. Uh, concerns about the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum, and the apparent plan to turn Canada into a communist state is one of the underlying conspiracy theories motivated by some of the protesters who have participated in the truckers' protest recently, disbanded in Iowa or in, in Ottawa, and it's increasingly a mainstream assumption in conservative circles that something is happening called the Great Reset. I just invite you to go to their own website. I just invite you to to read what they want to do and then go to, oh, I don't know, uh, whitehouse.gov. Look at what they're doing to the farmers in Holland. Look what they're doing over in England. Look at what they're now saying to our farmers. Read the inflation reduction bill and find all of the stuff from the EPA that is exactly the same outlines of the World Economic Forum. So I guess somebody thought about it a lot and decided to implement it. And by the way, it's <laughs> weird that Japan, the UK, Joe Biden and others all ran on the campaign slogan, Build Back Better, which is the Great Reset World Economic Forum slogan. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot like you remember the BLM movement. And mm. anytime you said anything negative about the BLM movement, they're like, oh, where are you getting that? Why are you saying that that's a Marxist organization? I don't know, because the leaders <laughs> said it was a Marxist, a Marxist organization. organization. Yeah. Where, what do you mean you want to destroy the family? That's outrageous. I don't know, because it said 
that they're trying to uh, bring about the <laughs> end their, of the Western traditional family? Uh, you know, on, mm, on their, on their own website. website. On their own website. And it's the same with the WEF. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Now, listen, here's a fight that I think you need to get involved in. Um, um, Buddha Judge is very interested in California's ban on new gas cars. He's like, that. you know, that is really interesting. And I've noticed a couple of states have already joined in on that. And if there's more states that join in, I mean, maybe we should just make this a national policy. Huh. Ladies and gentlemen, Kabuki Theater. Here's what's <laughs> happening. Somehow or another, and I find this phenomenal somehow or another without you really participating in it and no vote from you 17 states decided you know what whatever california does hey hang 10 we're surfing with you um 17 states now you're going to be surprised at some of these uh states uh because I mean, I wouldn't have seen this coming. Um, Colorado. How did that happen? Connecticut, right? Delaware, completely conservative. Maine, Maryland, <laughs> Massachusetts, Minnesota, mm-hmm. Nevada, New Mexico, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Virginia, and Washington. What a surprise. They all signed in, in their own legislatures. They all signed on to whatever California EPA standards on are. They must adopt those same standards. So Buddha Judge is playing his little kabuki theater going, you know, and if other states start to do this, maybe it was already in the cards. Mm -hmm. Whatever California does, those states have to do. Did you vote for that? If you're in New York, did you vote for that? Did you vote for California standards? So now New York will have, they may not have announced it yet, but they have signed on to California's emission standards. So you are now going to, you mark my words, no, this is a conspiracy theory. Is it? <laughs> is it? Ask, ask Virginia. Why is Virginia signed up on this? Washington came out. Yeah, we're with them. Yeah. So are the other 17. But let's roll them out slowly so it seems like a movement instead of a hijacking mm. of our republic. Why now, would you do that? I, I can't even think of a reason why. Because you're corrupt. Virginia would say, yeah, whatever California does, that's that's good for us. Yeah. They're corrupt. How, yeah. Your politicians Obviously. were all left-wing politicians that were corrupt. Jeez. And they're they're all in it. They're like, yeah, cars, bad. Gasoline, bad. Oil, bad. Electricity, bad. <laughs> and so they're, they're all signed up. This is another step in ESG. Because here's what's going to happen. When you have, let's just say, these 17 states, and they say, nope. No more gasoline cars to 2035. And it's a phase-in, by the way. It's like 35% of all, uh, of all cars have by to be... By 2026. Yeah. 20, uh, 25%, I think. By 2026. By I think t- it is 25. 25%. Mm-hmm. In, in Virginia, it's about 4% of car sales. And in the California emissions bill, they 
um, penalize any of the car dealerships and the car companies if they sell more than the allotted amount of gasoline cars and they don't mm. hit the number of electric cars. And they're not going to. They're, they're not oh, going to. Oh, I think they'll be, damn, they'll, they'll be giving those things away. They'll have to hit that, Pat. They have to hit that. I mean, this is a hijacking. Well, we told you this is not capitalism anymore. By the way, if you think you live in a free country, you don't. You live in a soft authoritarian state. Right now, it's still soft, but it's an authoritarian state. How could you say that? Well, did you vote for that? If you're listening to me and you're Mm. one of those 17 states, did you vote for that? No. That was a cabal of environmentalists that all got together, got their money, and uh, mm. went from state to state that were like-minded, pitched it, and said, here's how we cripple it. Did you see the video we played today about what it takes to make an electric vehicle? No. Oh, my gosh. Can we play it? Uh, yeah, let's go. It's cut 13. Uh, the truth about electric vehicles. Cut 13. Okay. He's looking for it. He's looking for it. Uh, but it, Check your pocket. We want to go yeah, all electric by 2035. Is it practical to do it now? Well, we can make this whole discussion easy with the two-letter word, no. There's no such thing, of course, as a zero-emissions vehicle. The real question is, where are the emissions associated with the electric car? Because what you do with an electric this. vehicle is you don't eliminate emissions. You export them somewhere else. You have mm-hmm. to dig up about 500,000 pounds of materials to make a single 1,000-pound battery. It takes 100 to 300 barrels of oil to manufacture a battery that can hold one barrel of oil equivalent of energy. Just manufacturing <laughs> wow. the battery can have a carbon debt rate ranging from 10 tons to 40 tons of CO2. And the plans that are in place to increase the use of batteries will require an increase in production of minerals like lithium, cobalt, zinc. Demand for those minerals will increase between 400% and 4,000%. Isn't enough mining in the world to make enough batteries for that many people for their car? Nobody thinks about that. Nobody talks about that. Have you heard those stats? No. 500,000 tons of material goes in to make one of those vehicles? We should look up the stats. I saw this stat the other day, and I I don't want to quote it because I know I'll get it wrong. But the stats of batteries that have to be replaced by 2030 and what you're going to do with all of those batteries. Yeah, where what are you going to put do? them? What do you when do you're with done with them, where do they go? Yeah. Because they're not environmentally friendly. You know what this is? What was the name of the, uh, that ugly, ugly car? Not the Zill from uh, the Soviet Union. They sold them everywhere in the, behind the Iron Curtain. And now they made this super, super economical, great for everything shell of a body. Mm-hmm. And now the cars are gone, but they cannot reuse the bodies of those cars. They can't they can't destroy them. They can't they can't reuse them. So all over the former Soviet Union are these gigantic stacks of just the bodies of these cars. <laughs> I mean, it's the kind of thing we're going to be seeing because that's state top down thinking and nobody thought it through. No. By the way, if you're in one of these states, you are suing the states that are following California. Um, You have um, Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, 
Nebraska, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas, Utah, and West Virginia. There's a couple of uh, missing states there, but a glaring one is Florida. These are the people that filed a lawsuit in May, before any of us were aware of it, challenging California's ability to depart from federal emission standards and implement its own vehicle emission standard and zero emissions goals. 17 states are suing. 17 states are already on board on the other side. No, we no, we're not headed for any kind no. of trouble or uh. disorder at all. Uh, most things that happen to your car, which have to be fixed, aren't covered by insurance. I'd like to talk to you about medical insurance for your car. When your car has a heart attack, uh, do you have insurance? It's immoral. We wouldn't treat that car. We should have socialized car insurance. Yeah, let's not go down that road again, because look how much Obamacare has reduced the prices. Um, you have Car Shield there, and they will take care of all of the stuff under warranty. All you have to do is just sign up. In fact, your car breaks down on the side of the road. They got it all covered. They got you in a rental car for as long as you need. They have everything. Coast-to-coast roadside assistance, and all you have to do is say, my car needs to go here to this mechanic. And that could be the dealership, and they will pay for the covered repair. It's Car Shield. Save 10% right now on your Car Shield plan. This is really, honestly, something everybody should have if you're out of warranty just for catastrophic care. It is uh, carshield.com slash Beck. Carshield.com slash Beck or call 800-391-8888. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. I've got a podcast with Jim Brewer, who is just hysterical. The guy is, um, I think, maybe this generation's Jonathan Winters, Robin Williams. Uh, He is so funny and animated. Mm -hmm. Um, I told Pat earlier, the last question I asked him, I think, was 60 minutes in. It was a 90-minute podcast. (laughs) I mean, he just goes and goes, and he's brilliant storyteller. Mm. Um, and the the faces and the, I mean, he just goes. The physical comedy the is physical, really something. And the vocal, yeah, he's funny. Know. He's just funny all around. Gosh, he's funny. Um, but uh, and poignant. I mean, some of the things he says about the COVID stuff and being on a plane where you're in this tube. And you have to have a mask. It's mandatory. Otherwise, everybody there is going to get sick and die. Unless you're eating. Oh, you should see. (laughs) He did a deal. He did something while he was sitting there at the table with me. He did a deal where he was like, safe. Then he stood up. Danger. Safe. Danger. Safe. Danger. (laughs) (laughs) He just, he took it all apart. Took it all apart. And he says, you know, if you think that his comedy is political, then you've got a problem because when mm. did medicine become political? Yeah. This should not be political. You know, it's one of those things I've been trying to trying to reset in people's mind here in the last couple of weeks is you know, you know what is right. You've just forgotten 
because it just all changed slowly with everything else. And you're, you, politics has no place in medicine. No place. No place. That should be between you and your doctor. Well, how about abortion? That, people believe, is murder. <laughs> that also is not political, but there's some laws against that one. Um, but uh, when has medicine become political? Everything in our life, and that's his point. I'm not a political guy. I'm just pointing out the absurdity of life today. And there seems to be one side that uh, happens to be kind of relishing the insanity and pouring more, a heaping helping of more insanity on top. That's uh, Jim Brewer. The podcast comes out tomorrow for everybody, wherever you get your podcast. It's available right now. Watch this one. BlazeTV.com slash Glam. Let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. Um, you know, if you've been listening to the show today at all, you might want to you might want to get prepared. Um, breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, all easy to make, all uh, all taste great, good for you, and they can last up to storage for twenty five years. They're perfect for stocking up. You never know what's going to happen. You never know if we're going to have uh, you know disruption of any kind of services or food or whatever. But if you have uh, three-month food storage for every member of your household today, you are going to have a lot of pressure. Trust me, the pressure comes off of your shoulders, and you can't believe how much better you feel. Go to preparewithglenn.com, preparewithglenn.com. You can save $250 on each of the packages for a three-month emergency fu- uh, food uh, kit. Do it now, preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. Welcome to the program. Uh, finally, somebody has said it. Finally, somebody has said it in two ways. In two ways. Uh, I have Jim Brewer on the podcast. We got to talk about that. And the Babylon Bee, the guide to democracy, how to flawlessly rig elections, bribe any politician, and crush your political enemies for good. It's the new book by the Babylon Bee. Oh my gosh, this will put them on a terrorist list already. I can tell they're totally serious. Listen to the dog whistle, can you hear it? We talk about it in 60 seconds with Kyle Mann.
All right. If you think this uh, steadily rising inflation we have right now is fun, wait until it starts rising exponentially. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you're not going to bring up Weimar. No. Why don't I just bring up Argentina today? Uh, The value of the U.S. dollar continues to drop as the Fed and the Biden administration screw things up. And believe me, this is a well-coordinated plan. If you don't believe me, please uh, go back and listen to the podcast. Hour number two of the podcast today. I lay it all out. But don't worry. I have cute little puppy dogs that we look at, you know, in the midst. So you don't, you know, so you don't want to go out and hang yourself. But it's really important news. You need to prepare. Today is the last day at Goldline to have their executive or their expanded uh, Labor Day sale, which means this is your last chance to get the deal today with every roll of the new Benjamin Franklin Stand in Love quarter ounce gold rounds, which I designed and put the great seal of America that Franklin wanted, which is the parting of the Red Seas and Pharaoh in the in in the uh, water as it's coming down. That seal is on the back of all of these. With every roll that you get of these uh, gold rounds, you'll receive 50 of the matching one ounce copper rounds and 25 mind your business silver bars at no additional cost. It's an insane special. I've never seen them do anything like this. Call Goldline today, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Hey, Kyle Mann is on with us. Hi, Kyle. Hey. That's great. That's great. We're off to a good start. Kyle is the uh, Babylon Bee editor-in-chief uh, and the co-author of the Babylon Bee Guide to Democracy. Now, uh, Kyle, I've been reading about you, uh, and there are some real, there's some disturbing things because I know you guys are serious on everything you do. What is this Guide to Democracy all about? Because it seems dangerous. Yeah, so... You know, democracy is under attack and uh, by the uh, evil Republicans, and yeah. uh, we have to uh, we have to try to save democracy. So that's what our uh, that's what our guide's all about. All right. So can and, you take uh, it? Can yeah. you take us through some of it? Yeah, sure. So yeah. we explain everything about our democracy. Um, you know, which it, it, it is a good title right off the bat because you know we are a democracy, not a. Uh, not a republic. Not a constitutional republic or yeah. like that. <laughs> and uh, we explain the four branches of government to get started. Wait, the four? So we've got... I thought yeah. there were three. There's four. Yeah. No, no, no there's four, yeah. Okay. There's the, the legislative, the executive, the judicial, and the corporate uh, branch, which is, you know, consists of big tech and... and uh, and big medicine and, and Disney and Netflix and all of that. So, right. so this is the only accurate guide because most textbooks that you get, you know, only talk about three branches and that, that's a mistake. The, uh, I, I like the, uh, sign. This is later in the book signs that you're watching too much CNN. You still think one of these investigations is going to get Trump and the walls are closing in any day now. <laughs> Uh, you haven't left your house in two years. Time to turn off CNN and go outside, people. Um, but you hit the other side just as well. I love this. If you give your wife that you're watching too much Fox News, if you give your wife the Tucker Carlson look while she's talking, if you've ever gotten in trouble for staring at your wife with Carlson's 
patented resting baffled face, you might be watching too much Fox News. Great stuff. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, uh, so you take us from the uh, the the branches of the government, and then you take us you take us into the Constitution and the amendments, which. I'm not sure that the amendments are the way I remember or the way they were taught. Well, that's again, because you are reading inaccurate sources. Okay. You know, I, I'm right. starting to get the feel that you don't get your information from the Babylon Bee. Um, <laughs> Can you believe that, Kyle? I mean, are there any times that you just shake your head? Do they, do they really not know or they think that we're that stupid? When they come after you and and accuse you of look, this is this is disinformation. I you know I I, I don't know I'm I'm of two minds about it. You know, on the one hand, I think they're just confused and don't have a good sense of humor. Um, on the other hand, it, it does feel like we get targeted more often. You know, just for telling jokes that come from the other side. So. I don't know. I, I wanted to give the fact checkers and such the benefit of the doubt when we first started getting attacked a few years back, but it's just been relentless. You know, the New York Times called us a, a far right misinformation site disguised as satire. So you can't feel like that's anything but malice at some point. It's just crazy. Then the Onion, which used to be funny, um, as uh, they listed yesterday uh, what the conservatives, the well-known conservatives, what they did before. And this is comedy. At the beginning of his career, Glenn Beck was a disc jockey for the nationally syndicated L.A. Morning Drive radio show on air with Ryan Seacrest. I don't even get that because that could have been true. You know, what I mean? And it's not exactly a slam, is it, that I was a... DJ with Ryan Seacrest in L.A.? I mean, I don't even understand that, but maybe it's just me. Uh, so yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, that's a kind of a typical bent with The Onion is kind of your absurdist humor, which is fine. You know, obviously a lot of people have that that sense of humor where they want kind of the absurdist take on something, but it's like, is that really a dig? Are you making a point or is it just silly for the sake of it? Yeah, I know. I mean, and it could have been me. I was a DJ. Um, the, um, uh, the, when you're looking at, at stuff, you know, they always make, they always say this about, uh, the Simpsons that they predicted this. I, I don't think that they have any predictive power. It's just that we're living in an insane world. And what we thought could never happen is now all happening. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's, well, absolutely. That's what G.K. Chesterton wrote in 1911 was that the, the problem with satire is that the world is too absurd to be satirized. You know, and that's 110 years ago. So now you're looking at it like, well, if satire was too hard to write 100 years ago, you know, what hope do we have in 2022? I know, I know. <laughs> but, but that's that's the you know that is the nature of satire is you're taking reality and you're just pushing it one you know step further you're kicking the can one day down the road so you look at we look at AOC you know and we say what's something dumber that she could do <laughs> that she's already done yeah, I, I don't yeah it is a challenge and yet sometimes every time I see you guys every time I see something from you it is brilliant and funny and 
it does take it to the absurd level, which I, it, I don't know how you even do that every day. Um, the uh, We're talking to the uh, editor of uh, the Babylon Bee and co-author of Babylon Bee Guide to Democracy, How to Flawlessly Rig Elections, Bribe Any Politician, and Crush Your Political Enemies for Good. So, uh, you know, we're not really good at bribing politicians and rigging elections. How, how do you do that? <laughs> Well, you have to open up your book to uh, the, the latter chapters, and we have some handy stick figures. You know, and this tells you how to. You can call it rigging elections, or you could call it just legitimately winning it with the most popular <laughs> um, candidate of all time. But yeah, you know, things like to say that a pipe burst and stop counting ballots. Uh, right, right, right. You know, re- release, release the bees in the polling place, and chase everybody out so they can't vote. The the the, the absurdity of uh, so you've just lost an election. How to tell an insurrection from a peaceful protest? This is almost a history book at this point. I mean, it's funny, but it's sad. I mean, insurrection, angry people wearing MAGA hats. Peaceful protest, angry people wearing Che Guevara shirts. Uh, insurrection, little destruction of property. Peaceful, burn everything in sight. I mean, it is. It's true, and it's uh, it's funny and sad at exactly the same time. But I love how to conduct a peaceful protest, uh, which is all the it's all here. It's all here, uh, and how to climb a wall. It's fantastic. Um, your um, your take on George Soros, I will have to say, as a George Soros fan, I'm a little well. I'm a little. Um, saddened by the way you made him look like a, well, like a lizard person. Well, I mean, it, you're acting like we took any kind of artistic <laughs> license there. <laughs> really just a, a picture. The uh, name of the book is The Babylon Beast Guide to Democracy, How, Flawless, How to Flawlessly Rig Elections, Bribe Any Politician, and Crush Your P- uh, Political Enemies for Good. It is absolutely not tongue-in-cheek. Listen, you open the book, and you can hear the dog whistles. Um, uh, You can pick it up now. It's available everywhere. Thank you so much, Kyle. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You bet. God bless. There used to be a time in the country when concepts like the customer is always right shaped the way we did business where companies weren't ideologically captured in the stranglehold of the religion of wokeism. We wanted to work with people who would take care of customers uh, that would provide the best product. And we didn't really care uh, about who they voted for. These days are mostly gone. uh, And you are now, if you're paying for big mobile, you're most likely spending some of your money every time you're using that phone uh, to fund things like Planned Parenthood or things that you completely disagree with. Put your money where your heart is. Patriot Mobile, get off the other services that are supporting things like Planned Parenthood and go to a company that is going to give you great service at a better price, better, um, uh, better customer service, and they're all in the same cell towers. So what are you losing? Well, the big bill, uh, all of the little add-ons that they put on. Uh, and uh, you're also losing the opportunity to help fund abortions. Gosh darn it. Patriot Mobile, what do you gain? 
the same great service at a lower price and people who are on the same page you are on and are actively fighting for the Bill of Rights. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. Stand with those who are not afraid to stand with us. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. I want to play a uh, cut from uh, my podcast with uh, Jim Brewer. It came out last night. It did the interview last night. And he is he's just laugh out loud funny from start to finish. But there is also something else about him. He talks about his wife and his relationship, uh, his children and God. Most importantly, the guy is deeply, deeply spiritual um, and the miracles that have happened in his life are really, truly remarkable. And on top of that, it is just side-splitting funny. Here's a piece of the podcast now available at blazetv.com and available on podcasts wherever you get them tomorrow. So there's two things. <laughs> two things. I don't want to lose a thought. One is my friend was full-blown. She's in a cult. He would, he, we had a radio show together. You can't even make this up, right? And... Um, and he go, Jim, what's going on with your wife? What's going on with D? Right, because they know each other like brother and sister. And I said, she, I, you know, she's really learning. She has this Bible study. He's like, Bible study? <laughs> Bible study? What is that? He's studying the Bible? I mean, it's not what it is. The women get together and they take a subject like uh, being a parent. And it's, for, you know, they quote and they get together and they have coffee. It's like, how many times a week they do that? <laughs> well, I don't know what. All right, so you're doing church on Sunday. Then you do it. Then you do it. Bro, this is a cult. This is a cult. And he had me like, oh, my God. Maybe it is. Like, what is. What's going on? Right. And I didn't like the church. I don't like church. And this, it gives me I can't describe it. Right. And so the guy, you know, the pastor would be up there. He'd look at me. He's like, you must talk to Jesus. I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm here to watch her, pal. I have my eye on you. I see what you drive i see what you drive yeah i got it you need a new elevator got it okay so this is where i'm at and my friends like jim uh he's like does she she like praying going yeah she starts she does something before she eats he goes what what does she do and he has to have dinner to see it Right. And while, you know, she'll sit there and say, and she won't, it's not like Jesus, thank you. Right before dinner comes, if we're all eating, she'll just do this for a second. And then it's kind of like not nonchalant, mm-hmm. doesn't want to get any business. So and he's like, Dude, I got I to gotta, I gotta come out there. So he comes, <laughs> he comes out to the house. I swear my life, my hand of God, this is true. So my, my wife is in, she's in the kitchen, she's like doing dishes, she's a clean freak. My friend's sitting there, and he's looking at me, he's like, brew man, it's cool if I, D, can I be honest with you, can I ask some questions? Brew, do I have your permission? <laughs> and I know, by this point, my wife is such a rock. When she found her faith, I was on this way, mm. and I needed that. 
real bad. And that's another amazing thing. So then she gets the light and the stories I have that now yeah. she pulled me out of are just their grace and they're beautiful. It's amazing. They're be it, it is amazing. It is good. It's amazing. So he goes, can I ask something? <clears throat> Did she know that he was? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're like brother yeah, yeah, and sister. Okay. He right. goes, Infosan, you have no hate. <laughs> I swear to God, he goes. You have no you. hate in your body. No hate. <laughs> she goes, no. Why? You know, I found Jesus, and Jesus teaches me about love. And you know, everyone who's not perfect, I you have to learn to understand where they come from. And he's like, Infosan bin Laden. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. Because if Osama Bin Laden was sitting right here in your kitchen, you would hate him. And she goes, I don't know who he is. And uh, he goes, she's in a cult. Brew man, she's in a cult. And I went, you gotta get trapped in I'm going outside have a cigarette. He leaves. He's pacing in my lawn, <laughs> shaking. <laughs> we still laugh about that. It is a fantastic and very funny and enlightening uh, podcast. You don't want to miss it. It's uh, available now. If you haven't subscribed to The Blaze, uh, you would have seen that last night uh, as it happened. Uh, join the Blaze, Blaze TV. Um, we, you can join. Today is the last day to join us and get a, a $20 discount on your year's subscription. Um, it's at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn20 and save uh, 20 bucks right now. Also, we're getting a lot of calls and emails uh, asking about a couple of things that I talked about today. Uh, one is the economic news that I shared um, last hour. It's only really for the brave hearted. <laughs> if you got a horse and you're willing to paint your face, then it's maybe for you. Uh, you can get that at glenbeck.com uh, for my uh, newsletter. Every day I send out all of my show prep. Those two stories uh, or two or three stories are in today's show prep. Yesterday's show prep is where you will find the letter that I read from the person that said, I, I just can't, I can't do it. I was a Joe Biden supporter. Uh, and I, 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 this is my tipping point. And now I have stopped watching all of my Twitter feed. I got off my Twitter feed. I stopped watching things and I started listening to other voices and i can't believe how awake i am I, I i feel like i was hypnotized it's an amazing letter that was in yesterday's uh newsletter we'll see if we can put it in again in case you you're not a member of the newsletter uh club yet um we'll put it in again maybe for monday just for you so you can catch those uh, but sign up for the newsletter it's absolutely free and it is all of my raw internal never before released all my raw internal show prep that i sit down every day and decide which gets on the show and which doesn't you can sign up again it's free to you i urge it uh if you are awake i urge you to read it every day uh it is at glennbeck.com sign up it'll be delivered to you every morning glennbeck.com
The Glenn Beck Program. I want you to take a minute and think about all of the things that you have put online. Everything. I mean everything. What is it worth to protect your good name? What is it worth to make sure that somebody doesn't steal your identity and destroy all of your credit? Uh, Now it's getting more and more uh, valuable to be able to have good credit. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity threats affect your life and my life every day because everything we do is online. There are services out there that watch it for you. I think the best in the business is LifeLock. It's Norton. Um, and we know what Norton, uh, you know, the Norton virus protection is all about. It's the same thing with LifeLock. Now, you know, it's not that something's not going to slip through, but they offer the best protection. And they also have a restoration team to help fix things if something does slip through. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com don't forget use the promo code beck and save 25 percent so they're going to be burying the queen next week uh coming up in just a second we have a person that wrote a very clear tweet to america the scene in um england is quite amazing Uh, i think probably the most consistent and one of the more important not political figures but cultural figures of the 20th century has been queen elizabeth she's been remarkable for what was it 70 years i mean just remarkable and uh i have no idea what the future holds for the monarchy and Americans can like it or not care. But in England, imagine if this person, you know, like how you feel about Ronald Reagan had been in your life, your whole life and passed away. That's why the line to go by her uh, casket is now five miles long, 14 hours and you're not stopping at the casket you're just walking by it to pay your respects it's a remarkable time in history some people have been mocking the uh, left has been mocking you know and talking about this white colonialist Um, and i saw a tweet earlier this week from sophie uh, sophie uh, sophie corcoran and she wrote dear americans who mock us for mourning our beloved queen She dedicated her entire life to her duty and our country even just two days before her death. You mourned a man who pointed a gun at a pregnant woman by burning cities to the ground. We're not the same. I wanted to get Sophie on uh, from England now. Hi, Sophie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Uh, Very good. You are um, you're a British University student uh, and a conservative political broadcaster. How, how old are you? I've just turned 20. You just turned 20. And uh, yeah. how long have you been doing this? Um, so my first ever appearance was a year ago, a couple weeks ago. Hmm. Um, and um, what? tell me about what's happening over there and, and, uh, and what Americans are missing about the Queen. 
Well, obviously, we are well into our mourning period now. On Monday, the funeral will take place. The body has been lying in state for a couple of days now. And the queues, as you mentioned before, are actually about 14 hours long. We've even got celebrities, so David Beckham queued up in that queue. I think it took him 12 hours to go and see the body. Wow. Um, wow. Our, our entire nation is, is in mourning. Um, and obviously, the funeral we've come up to is going to be probably the biggest funeral the world has ever seen. And it, it's supposed to be one of the most watched televised events ever. Um, which is a testament to how important our monarchy is to the UK. I mean, people are queuing 14 hours to just go and see the casket decree, and that's how important she is to people here. Um, I think since after the day of her death, we've got all of these American academics. Um, I think Uji Onairi is probably the most prominent one that people people saw, you know, mocking British people for mourning our Queen, um, talking about colonialism and stuff like that. Well, they just need to look at themselves, to be quite yeah. honest. Yeah. You know, Auckland was somebody who was in my life. You know, some people was the only monarch they've ever have seen and will ever see anyone that's, you know, died before they were 70. Um, she served in World War II, 15 prime ministers. Well, you know, it, it's ridiculous. Her first prime minister was Winston Churchill, and he was born 101 years before our current prime minister, Liz Truss. And he was born an entire century before our current prime minister, and she them both so it's a it's it's truly amazing just truly amazing the the history that she has watched over and her restraint i mean uh, there's not a lot of love for uh, most of the royals um uh, even over there and uh, you know king charles i wish him the best because i i don't uh, i think the monarchy especially at this point is a stabilizing force and i don't like uh I don't want any more destabilization, but I cannot see him as the guy who replaces uh, her. He's very opinionated um, mm-hmm. and uh, and not a real likable guy. How is he doing so far, according to the British? Um, well, I think the British at the moment have quite a lot of time for him, obviously, because he's just lost his mother. Yeah. And I think a lot of the British people know that from a personal perspective. Um, a lot of us, including myself, are concerned about Charles because of, you know, his think activism on climate change and stuff like that. But he has pledged that he would be stepping back from all of his politicised engagements. Um, you know, and I do think we just have to give him a chance. Um, but again, he's not going to be, he's almost like a filler monarch, really. I think King William is where it's going to, you know, we're going to get a figure that is similar to the Queen. How are things, um, because Europe and, and England going through massive energy problems, and you are expecting to get a lot of your your power from France going into this winter, and that's not going to happen. Uh, they're talking no. now, your Bank of England's talking about printing more currency to be able to bail things out. Uh, how, do you, how would you describe the stability of your part of the world at this point? Um, obviously, we're going through a really difficult time, which I think is actually why the Queen dying is at this moment is actually really bad because historically, you know, throughout the World Wars, the Queen obviously served in it through COVID, through other massive times of change and trouble for the UK. There was one thing that was always constant, and that was the Queen. And it was the one thing that people looked to 
and we don't have that anymore. So it's quite interesting because we've got within the space of a week, we've had one of the biggest energy price cap rises we're seeing. I mean, up to eighty percent increase in energy bills. You know, people can't afford that. We can't. You know, people can't just find an extra eighty percent of money. You know, there's a certain amount of things that you could be cutting back, but it doesn't matter how much people cut back. They just can't afford that. No one can. So we've got that. Then we had a new prime minister come in, and within you know two days of the new prime minister being sworn in, our monarch died, and we have a new monarch. So it, it, it's been absolutely crazy. But I think from an American perspective, they keep a lot of these people, these academics, are so uneducated. They they want to talk about colonialism. Well, if you did your research into the Queen, you would actually figure out that she oversaw almost the entirety of decolonisation. So do some research. Some of them are talking about reparations. I think the idea of reparations is frankly stupid because nobody in Britain, that reparation is going to come from the taxpayers. None of us alive in Britain, as taxpayers, own slaves. And none of those people that are calling for reparations were slaves. So this idea that pe- people who have never owned slaves should be paying money to the people who have never been slaves is frankly stupid. If, if you've got, you know, you live in the United States, if your life sucks, it's because of you, it's not because of the British. You uh, tweeted something um, the other day. The Dutch agricultural minister has resigned. Macron lost his parliament. Sweden's PM is gone. Yacinda uh, uh, Arden is set to get battered in the next election. The fight back against globalism is well and truly on. It's it's interesting to me that in each country, the politicians have made this look like it's, um, you know, a, a political battle when it's really a battle of the people against the elites. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah so I actually had, was fortunate enough to go to Davos last March, April, time, whenever it was, the, the last World Economic Forum when they met, I actually went there and reported on it. Um, and being, you know, a young student, I was in my first year of university then, I'm going into my second, and it was just crazy. I'm a normal working class girl, the same as everybody else, and I was in this world, you know, the entire place was fake. They made and built an entire fake city overnight. All the shop fronts were fake, everything. We were in this bubble in the middle of the Swiss Alps. They chose it deliberately to try and cut it off from the general public. And I think that people have had enough. And it is very clear that people have had enough. As you see, all of the globes are going. I forgot to mention in my tweet that Italy is set to, is set to swap as well. Um, that's pretty much looking guaranteed. People have had enough mm. of you know the elite dictating things. And a lot of it is hypocrisy. So if we look at the problems that we've got in Britain now... The reason why we're in the the situation that we're in is because of this green agenda that they're pushing. And it, all it is doing is making rich businesses richer and normal people a hell of a lot poorer. Yeah. And, you know, the people who are, are struggling, a lot of students, this is what I find is, you know, students are, are new to universities from a university at North of England uh, to come back home because I just couldn't afford to live there because of the fuel bills. Young people can't afford to live there. Unemployment's going through the roof in terms of young people because businesses can't afford to take on more staff. And it's the same young people that are cheering on Greta Thunberg as if she actually gives a crap about the situation right. that we're facing. <laughs> like, the people like Greta Thunberg, they don't care about 
normal normal people. They're not ever going to struggle to pay their bills. They're not ever going to, uh, you know, they get to drive, they get to fly around the world, they get to do what they want. It's just people like me and you that can't do it. So, Sophie, uh, thank you so much for uh, talking to us. And uh, honestly, um, min- millions of us uh, have been thinking and praying uh, for all of you in, in England. Uh, this has got to be a real body blow to you. I mean, expected, but still a huge body blow. And we wish you the best. God bless. Thanks. Thank you. You bet. You can follow her on Twitter. She is Sophie Corcoran. Um uh, and um, and perhaps a voice that we'll be hearing more of from Great Britain. I think it's, um, I, I, I find it interesting that she says the, the, that people are waking up and it really isn't uh, the left or the right. This is a movement between people and uh, out of control governments that think they know better than you. That's why liberals that are coming to the party now and starting to go, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not that they've changed and become conservative. They're just the old style liberal. They're the ones who, you know, we always thought liberals were that we might disagree on taxes and spending and everything else. However, they do believe in the constitution. They do believe in the bill of rights. They do believe in you know, regular Americans, because they're a regular American. Those are the kind of people that are starting to wake up now. And uh, we have to embrace them and come together because this is the key to coming together. We don't need to win. Our side shouldn't be looking to win. We should be willing. We should be looking to reconcile our country with the truth. And those liberals who are now waking up they still hold many of their beliefs in higher taxes or, or you know, more welfare, whatever it is. They still hold those beliefs. But they have the core belief, as you do, in our Bill of Rights. And that's how we heal and reconcile this country with the truth. So here we are, you and I, starting, uh, starting the day together, feeling pretty good, feeling a whole lot better than I used to, that's for sure. How about you? You wake up this morning, hop out of bed. You feeling good? Yeah, I remember the time when I didn't, and every day I would get up and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to make it to the end of the day. Relief Factor has helped me a great, great deal. The three-week quick start was developed for people just like you and me that, you know, I'm not sure if this is going to work. And they don't want you to be spending money and it not working. So they have put the quick start together. You take it three times a day. Take it as directed for three weeks. If you're not seeing any improvement at all, it's probably not going to work for you. Because it reduces inflammation. You know, I've had the strong stuff. I've had ibuprofen, 800. That'll put you out. Does nothing. Does nothing, at least for me. This attacks inflammation from four different directions, where ibuprofen hits it one way relief factor 70 percent of the people who try go on to order more month after month it's relieffactor.com that's relieffactor.com or 1-800 the number four relief 1-800 the number four relief relieffactor.com the glenn back program miss a day miss a lot visit blaze tv.com today and never miss a moment of truth 
The Glenn Beck Podcast, episode 156, is with Jim Brewer. Here is what he said about the price for being called political. You, you, you just, you come to terms with reality on a deeper level. And when, when COVID kicked in, I said, you know what? Like all bets are off. I already knew I wasn't in control. But now not only am I not in control from the natural order of life, but now the puppet masters mm-hmm. that are in control just let us all know, you know, we'll decide mm-hmm. when you can do things <laughs> and what you have to do to go back to your natural pleasures. <laughs> and I don't know why I always go to an English accent. To, to me, it's just more devilish. <laughs> Perhaps I should put the ears out. Sire, do you think they're catching on of our sadistic ways for centuries? And that, quite frankly, they never did free themselves. <laughs> How they love to pretend they're voting. <laughs> yes, sire. Yes, sire. <laughs> Do you think they'll ever snap out of it? Not as long as we have television. <laughs> Send the thunder. <laughs> A new variant. <laughs> Back in the basement. <laughs> Um, who, who, who did but you? what I was going to say was there's not enough time anymore. There never was time, but it made me realize I don't have time to worry about mm-hmm. what people think of me. I know where I'm at in life. I know where I'm at spiritually. I know where I'm at with my family. I know where I'm at in life. Um, it and has tremendous power spooks the hell out of people. If but doing, it shouldn't. I know. But when I'm excited that other people get this, yeah. I'm not worried about what people think. That's Why? Great. Because they're still, hey, they're they're still like, ah! <sighs> they're stuck. We ain't got time for stuck. To me, this is the time of you got to rise. For years and years and years, you allow fear to control your life. The Glenn Back Program.